Hello. Hi. Hello. Can you hear? Can, can. Shariza, right? Yes, yes. Call me Shah only, Shah. Shah, hey, Shah. It's really, uh, thank you for joining the session. Um, no worries, bro. I think I've already explained <laughs> to uh, Julia, I think your colleague, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, perhaps, <laughs> welcome welcome to the show. We are eSports Takeout. <laughs> and yeah. actually, fun fact, you're thank actually you for our, having very, having me. You're our first guest. So okay. happy to happy to 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 meet you. Uh, I suppose what I'll do is that uh, maybe I'll just uh, have an introduction um, of of All the right. the um, topic today. So what okay. I notice is that is that we are trying we are trying to um, increase awareness or improve awareness of esports in Malaysia. All right. Um, as as we are doing it, the pandemic struck. So when the pandemic struck, everybody stays at home. Uh, a bit more free time, lah. Right. Okay. Um, and one of the one of the methods to probably um, raise awareness of okay. uh, esports is to organize tournaments for the this primary and secondary school kids to get them to participate, and with the hopes of um, their parents getting uh, involved with the scene and also understanding the scene behind um, this industry. That it's not just playing games, but it could right. be a viable business and future prospect. Right. right. Um, I'm. I think I. I think it's pretty clear that it is still very early stage, um, and we are still at in uh, infancy in terms of the industry. But yes. I suppose that's where um, you guys, uh, Jen Bijak, comes in, where you guys host and organize tournaments for primary and secondary school students. And I think that's just what we want to talk about. Um, just have a right. casual chit chat to just talk about what you do, um, how do you get involved, how do you even start the conversation, right? So, so perhaps even uh, before we get into what you do, Maybe you can just give us a, a brief introduction of yourself and how you got into gaming. All right. Uh, number one, uh, I'm honored to be. I think you mentioned your first first guest on this podcast, right? That's right. right. Okay, I'm welcome, honored. Welcome. Okay. All right. Thank you for having me. Eh? this is actually my first time being invited in podcast. Also, actually, <laughs> so for us, I think both uh, first timer lah. Okay, yep. uh, if uh, genbijak.my is actually initially before uh, we formed genbijak.my, we are actually a tuition center. Oh. So, yeah, back then in 2015, we are a tuition center. We have two branches, one is here, one is in Pahang. So, uh, we are a normal tuition center. It's just that uh, we receive a lot of requests from teachers themselves. Uh, because they wanted to have an event. Let's say, for example, PMR or SPM or UPSR is coming up. So they need uh, to have, uh, what do you call that, a specialist teacher who can actually come and brief the students on how and what is the method of answering questions correctly, basically. Not like teaching in schools, but then the method. Okay, what are the types of questions that they need to uh, 
they need to focus on basically. Yes. So yes. that's okay. that's where we come in. That is the start of genbijak.my. Before this, we were called uh, Pusat Fusion Generasi Bijak, uh, based locally in Selangor, in Sri Kemangan. Um, so when that happens, uh, that time, 2015, there's a lot of requests, a lot of requests. So we were thinking that like, uh, this could be something that we can branch out. Okay, and then uh, me and partners and teams, we decided that, okay, maybe from 2016 onwards, we can focus more on uh, uh, bring up uh, events like that, lah, basically. Uh, they call it uh, Pecutan Ahir, uh, for example, because UPSR is coming up, so Pecutan Ahir UPSR, Pecutan Ahir uh, SPM. Uh, so focus on uh, the trust subject, VM, uh, mm, mm. VI, math, right? Mm. Uh, okay, from there, there come another request from teacher. This is all from teacher, basically. Okay. Wow. Okay. As you know, uh, some schools, uh, they normally will have this Hari Kentin. Yes. Yeah, correct. Because they wanted to collect uh, uh, funding Funds. for schools. Yes. Yeah. yes. So, they see us doing that bankail. We call it bankail percutan air, right? So, uh, they mentioned because because we are dealing with a lot of uh, parties lah. Uh, because the the guru pakar, you call it guru pakar, does not come uh, originally from KL basically. We look for them uh, surrounding uh, Malaysia basically. Mm-hmm. So when they see us doing that, okay, they say, can you help us with our hari kentin lah? Mm-hmm. Because we want to make this hari kentin specials. Okay. Uh, because okay. as you know, if they do. It will be a normal hari kentin whereby teacher will be involved and then students will come in and sell stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, when we, yeah, that's what my school yeah. does as well. <laughs> yeah, correct, right. Yeah, so when, yeah. we, when, when we come in, we suggest to them, okay, instead of having the normal hari kentin, maybe we can bring in our partners uh, because we are in the event industries, right? We can bring in our partners so that they can bring like e-sport to schools they can bring uh you know that inflatable balloons where yes, yes. Uh, their children bouncing inside right yes yes uh, yes so we bring bouncing castle inside we bring archery inside we bring mini bike inside so they like it so it's carnival uh, stuff yeah it's carnival stuff okay uh, and then they started from there uh, 2016, 17, 18, we were doing uh, carnival, carnivals, uh, schools carnival uh, all over Selangor. Lah. So basically from there, we are we are having a good relationships with uh, Jabatan Pendidikan Negeri Selangor as well. So, when, like you mentioned, when pandemic happens, uh, the mm. first few months of pandemic was... Uh, was actually uh, troublesome for, for us also because uh, in event, you need to get people together, right? So we cannot do that. Uh, but before that, uh, Jabatan Pendidikan Negeri Selangor, they wanted to have a carnival for e-sport, meaning that uh, a physical carnival at school, mm-hmm. uh, whereby uh, we set up, uh, like, like for example, during our, our, our carnival, the e-sports, we bring consoles to school. Mm, mm. Uh, there uh, students can come in and maybe 
uh, play one on one FIFA, one on one PES, and then we set up a mini uh, tournament for ML. Let's say, for example, for 32 teams. Mm, mm. Uh, so that's what we do, lah. So, Jabatan uh, Pendidikan Negeri Selangor they wanted to venture into new prospect, lah, because they see that esports is growing, right? Mm, And mm. they don't have anybody who they can refer to on how to set up esports for for Jabatan's program, lah, basically. So uh, they mentioned that uh, this one, uh, I think. In June, right before pandemic, June in 2019. Okay. Ah, uh, they call up. Uh, they call us up in Jabatan Pendidikan, saying that okay, next year 2020, ah, uh, we are planning to have an esports tournament at 20 of our school in Selangor lah, basically. Wow. So that's wow. that's that's great news for us lah, basically. Ah. Uh, so how how do you it's, get? It's a new the... team. Yeah, how does the jabatan, uh, this jabatan, right? They yeah. are mainly focus should be mainly focused on academics, right? But yes, why suddenly they thought of wanting to organize a gaming tournament, which which, um, yeah, in in perception, right? It gaming is not really academic, right? So gaming is all on muscle, right? Yeah. So how <laughs> how why why did jabatan suddenly can have this kind of idea? Okay, actually, uh. When we discuss with them, uh, yeah, they also skeptical about gaming at first. But then uh, we mentioned that okay, why don't we use gaming as only tools, tools, uh, so that we can, uh, like say for example in Selangor, back then in 2019, the absenteeism rate for Selangor student is okay, less than it's. Uh, I mean, it's 10% only for the whole entire Selangor. So they, they they never meet the KPI for absenteeism. Okay. So okay. What interests the student the most? Esports. <laughs> okay. Correct. Okay. So, <laughs> so it's an idea. At first, it was an idea. Uh, it's a couple of us uh, with Jabatan people uh, having coffee at uh, Jabatan Pendidikan Negeri Selangor Kenti. Okay. Why don't we do this? Okay. Whoever come into school for three months straight, they can enter this esports tournament. That's the idea. Wow. Okay. That's generous. All yeah. right. All right. That's okay. actually very, very ingenious. Correct. So yeah. I remember, I remember back in my school days, right when I was 15 years old. Uh, yeah. Months before PMR, I always, I also selalu ponteng sekolah lah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pergi, that's, that's, I pergi CC. I go, I go CC every morning. <laughs> And then come back just be, just before the school ends, right? I yes. I I change. I really jump the paga, come back in school, and then I sit in class. Oh man! Yeah. If only we had. Yeah. Last time the only yeah. Last time we had sports. Because come to school, uh, yeah. The last time only thing you could come to school was the Milo. The Milo truck was coming. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Correct. Okay. So so it de- so it developed from there. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, it, it's an idea. It's a crazy idea. But then, when we pitch to uh, the head of departments, okay, yeah, probably we could try this because uh, they can actually impose because we wanted to have the carnival at school, right? So let's say, for example, the carnival should start on uh, March. Uh, so three months before, when they enter school, uh, school started from January, right? So 
student themselves have to carry their uh, attendance from January okay. until March okay. in order for them to enter the tournament. Okay, okay. But but then unfortunately COVID happens, yeah. so we cannot we cannot actually do physical events. Mm. But uh, JPN Selangor at that time, I mean during March and April, they see that declining in moral for school students because not only students lah, us also uh, our moral was also down during that time, right? Mm. Because when yeah. pandemic hits, the first the first wave was, I think it hits everybody. Business cannot run. You cannot go to work. You cannot do your, your usual stuff like Pak Mama. You cannot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct, so, correct. So, yeah, moral hits very bad. And then they see the upgoing of, uh, what do you call that? Uh, during the weekend, uh, the trend of jenayah, kada jenayah. Okay. Yeah. It's actually uprising. And surprisingly, when they get report from police, uh, most of it, are from school student. Okay, I see. Uh, so, uh, we decided with Jabatan and with our partners, uh, we can actually bring back this e-sport, but we do it online, 100% online. Okay, now it's not about absenteeism anymore. It's about bringing bring up moral of students. Because we know, right, e-sports, even nowadays in Malaysia, is it's been getting uh, a lot of attentions. I think because because of we did well in in the sea game, and our daughter team is also uh, yeah bringing a lot of uh, prize pool, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 correct. So it draw a lot of attentions, and then okay, we said okay, we proceed with this. We change the objective. We use esport as tools. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to uh, bring back the moral for the students. Uh, uh, so that's how it, how it uh, I mean, it started. Uh, Weijian, you had a question? Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I find it very interesting that how you guys have managed to work so closely with uh, Jabatan uh, Pendidikan Negeri. Um, I, I just find that really amazing. And uh, I mean, I know you can't speak on, for, on their behalf, but maybe you could share with us, you know, what is JPN uh, Selangor, especially since you work the most with them, what is the key thing um, that that they're hoping to achieve uh, in terms of the long term? So I know like you've mentioned, you know, morale and attendance, but what is, you yeah. know, what can you share with us about what they look uh, for things like this, esports in the long run? Okay, actually uh, for us in Jambija, uh, we actually work closely on Jabatan's department under COCO, under unique co-curriculum and under unit HEM. HEM is Ehwal Murid, right? Yeah. So we yeah. work closely with these two departments in Jabatan. So these two departments, they have their two different agenda. So when we come in, we try to uh, actually bring these two departments together. Uh, instead of having two programs, why do we have this one big program? that can draw a lot of attention from parents, from teachers, and from students themselves. Because our program, uh, in order for them to register, they must be from same school, they must have teachers or their parents as their manager. They cannot register themselves. Okay. So, so this, 
this yeah so this actually involve community inside uh, other than students and teachers only so we have parents involving in this as well so that's what they like about about this program like this particular uh, model uh, basically in the long run uh, at the moment uh, all of the jabatan they, they, they actually don't accept e-sport as sports actually because mm. for them uh, it doesn't make you sweat. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, yeah, it, yeah. it is not sports. Mm, mm, mm. So, we had a discussion about that just the other day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but then there are some schools in Selangor area itself that already have their own e-sports club. So, meaning that, uh, for example, Guru IT at school, uh, he had the initiative to actually create that club. So that in the because I think uh yeah I think those teachers in uh the rural area maybe they they are not so so familiar with e-sport but those in town city center they're familiar with e-sport so they see that if they groom the students well the students can actually achieve something in e-sport right uh so they have their own clubs uh, it's a small club. It's not registered with anything lah. It's just that okay, you have president, mm. you have the normal mm. club like like club karate and all. Yep. The Coco yep. club lah. Yeah, Coco, so like club Coco club lah. Generally Yes, mm. Coco mm. club lah. Basically, so there are some schools like that. Uh, so that's actually motivate us to maybe one day we can actually bring this to be an official club where school can actually choose. Student can mm, actually mm. choose. Okay, uh, example, right? If you go to the first day of school and then teacher will ask you, okay, uh, what you want to enter for Poco? Mm, Pengakap mm. lah, whatever, right? Bulan Sabi mm. Merah, whatever. So we wanted to have eSport as one of the uh, clubs that they can choose. La. Maybe yeah. one day, who knows, right? Mm, mm. Uh, it's a step yes. in the right direction for us, I think. Yeah. So, so I understand that um, if I, correct me if I'm wrong. Last year was uh, uh, the there's the secondary school tournament that you guys organize. Uh, secondary and primary school both. Last year you all did it already. Yeah, last year we did for entire Selangor from yeah. ap- April until uh, the end of the year. What's the so reception year, like? Yeah. Oh, it was actually tremendous. We got a lot of good feedback. Uh, at first, we were also uh, having doubts now with parents. I think maybe because of pandemic also, mm. they see their, their children uh, forming up their teams and actually mm. contacting teachers to enter mm. this tournament. Mm. Mm. So they never see that before, lah, right? Because yeah, lah, everybody stay at nah, home only. Yeah, nak main game, ah, right? <laughs> yeah, nak main game punya pasal, kan? Yeah. Ah, uh, so so they actually call call up their teachers. Okay, I have uh five team members already. I want you to help me register. Yeah. So that's what happened. So so they they make the efforts actually to register. So, yeah. So the yeah. teacher also surprised about that. So the parents also surprised about that lah basically. Mm. So that's what we see when the tournaments when the tournament starts ah uh, they can also see because we play Mobile Legend and PUBG right. Mm-hmm. Uh. In Mobile Legend, you need to have teamworks in order for you to win. Mm-hmm. You cannot go there, barbar, sorang-sorang, mm-hmm. to win, right? Mm-hmm. It, it, it does not work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, so they see, absolutely right. 
yeah, they see they see teamworks uh, from their students, murid-murid they orang. They, they see because uh, sometimes they ask teacher also, okay, teacher, uh, I want to have Saturday uh, training. <laughs> uh, yeah, from 8 until 10. Uh, and then they ask permission for parents. There are some like that. There are some they are doing doing uh, the wrong way also lah. Hey, 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 okay, but, okay. But, yeah, but <laughs> edit, edit. edit. <laughs> I'll share a bit more on that. <laughs> okay, okay, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, so, then, so, I understand this year you are making it bigger? Yeah, so this year, uh, based on uh, the feedback that we are getting from Selangor, We actually branch out. We open to other uh, state uh, education department. Whoever want to have the same, uh, I mean, tournaments for their states, lah. Basically, so then we receive uh, Johor, Kedah, Merah, and also Putrajaya this year. Mm, mm. So currently, uh, this month, uh, it's already first series because what we do is. Uh, We believe that if we, we do only one series, the objective is very hard for you to see the objective. So that's why we make this as three series program. So this month is the first series. Uh, May is another series and also July is another series. So it's a three series thing whereby, uh, uh, whereby they need to, they can train. They can train. Uh, and also one more thing. They all get certificates by entering this uh, okay. tournament uh, because nowadays, uh, just now we mentioned Coco, right? Mm. Uh, yeah. For for let's say standard six student, for PMR student, they need that cert in order for them to let's say uh, to go to MRSM maybe mm. from BPSR mm. to go to MRSM, right? Mm. They need to have uh, what do you call that? Uh, because previously, if they enter Coco, they will get cert. For Coco, right? So mm. this uh, they can use uh, for them to actually choose which schools they want to go lah, uh, mm. because uh, it's, it's approved by by Jabatan, right? So they can use the cert lah. Uh, same goes to the PMR students, same goes to the SPM students. So that is the, the the value that we bring to them also lah. So that's why I think uh, teachers like and also parents like about this. So in in this case. Um, you mentioned that last year just Langor, right? And yeah, yeah. This year branch out lah, Kedah, mm. Perak, Johor. Um, yes. Is is it is it going to be involving the um, federal government? Are they? Because I I think I read from the news that um, that the it's supported by it's supported by our um what do you call the youth and sports? No, Kementerian yeah. Pendidikan Malaysia. Oh right right yeah. Okay, uh, this program is actually supported by Kementerian Belia dan Sukan, KBS, and also MESF. For Kementerian, yeah. at the moment, uh, like I mentioned just now, they see still see mm. e-sport as not sport. So, mm. so they don't, they don't uh, I mean, they don't stop us from doing this, but they don't want to actually okay. accept okay. it at, at this moment. I get but, it, I get it. Yeah, but for for jabatan for state level, uh, that one is not a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one they so allow lah, they approve lah. Yeah, they approve. Yeah, because uh, actually, the, yeah. Go on, go on. Uh, because at the end of the day, they want 
and activities where they can actually judge their students on their performance, their teamworks. So this is the activities at the moment, lah. This is the only As thing you they know, can do, uh. <laughs> Yeah, they, they have they have online chess also oh. with the, with the yeah. big prize pool, but then there's not many people joining. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, what you mentioned earlier about how you know the Jabatan Sukan hasn't don't see it as a sport yet. Um, uh, the Kementerian Sukan don't see it as a sport yet, and I think that's a sentiment, or at least that's an understanding or a perception that a lot of parents uh, give out. Uh, let me give you some context about myself. So I'm actually a volunteer with Boys Brigade, uh, Brigade Putra, and we had an event okay. last year, an esports event. We organized an internal esports event. Uh, uh, I think we played was uh, Brawls, uh, one of the games, and, and it was a very successful event. Uh, everything that you have mentioned, we kind of we saw it as well. Um, but one of the feedback okay. we got we got was from parents was why are they playing games? You know, I don't like the idea of them playing games. Or how can we teach them about games? That is, you know, uh, to, to to teach them do things other than games. You know, what's your message to these kind of people, or at least these parents who think that games uh, there's a there's a difference between gaming and studying. And what is your message yeah. to Okay. In our program, we custom. Okay. Uh, mm. we, we foresee that, yeah, some parents might come back to us and then say that, okay, why like sport? They're just playing games. Uh, this, I mean, uh, but then if we, we stop them from playing, they still play, right? Okay, this is what we do. In our program, throughout the, the live sessions, we will have the involvement of uh, professional medical doctors. We'll have the involvement of uh, motivators to be inside the live stream. Let's say, for example, before their draft pick, right? We, yeah. we play out the video from uh, a medical doctor saying on how is the, the, the how you supposed to sit if you want to play a game. It's okay. healthy gaming. Okay. Uh, okay. So there, we will talk about how you take care of your eyes, how you take care of your ears, your sitting position, the lumbar support. So we will have this. Uh, so and this is what we promote to our parents. Okay. Other than that, uh, for Jambija eSport itself, when we do uh, last year, Generasi uh, Isukan Selangor. At the end of last year, on December, we have one, uh, we call it Bengkel Isukan, a workshop. Mm. In that workshop, uh, we invite uh, professional caster from Malaysia, we invite back medical doctors, we invite motivators for students to join in for two-day sessions. That one is all about eSport. Okay. What you want to be if, let's say, you want to join eSport, right? Uh, what are the uh, career paths that you yeah, can take yeah. in eSport? Uh, we have that lah. We have we have a career. Uh, we have uh, someone from MESF themselves who join us to brief out. Okay, eSport is not only about playing games. You can be a professional caster. You can be an event organizer for esports, right? So, yeah, uh, yeah, and absolutely. yeah, for that program also, we got a lot of good feedback. So that's why this year also we will be having that. 
along this uh, generasi isukan uh, Perak, Johor and Kedah, Putrajaya, in between we will, we will slot in another banker isukan so that they can join in and then we will have the same uh, MO, lah, basically modus operandi, at the same uh mm-hmm. not the same panels uh, last year we have uh our uh, members from both school team dadyhood and solos to become uh, yeah, yeah they, they are actually an icon for for, for our package so this mm-hmm. year we have uh ikuto we have master ramen so mm-hmm. it's a good feel for them also lah, because they can they can actually get uh an actual feedback from yeah the man himself maybe mm, mm. Uh, so yeah yeah i think at the end of the day it's just memang just uh, education uh, right um, yes i think yes, uh, parents i think now parents nowadays i believe they memang belum um, grow up in the video game era la, not like us uh. i remember me playing video games since i was eight years old uh. so yeah. when i grow up right and my i see my if let's say right, i have children uh, i see my children play video game because I also play my last time, right? So yeah. I think at the end of the day, it's just education, right? And and in that sense, right? Kalau education, if you see this trend going, right? Um, when you when you see with other countries, ah, and you see with Malaysia, um, how do you see um, whether or not Malaysia, in terms of the esports development, ah, are we able to keep up with um, the other countries? So, for example, macam US, right? US mm. and China, super big, right? You can make a you can make a living out of um, esports and e-sports. and streaming, yeah. streaming professional, or they have established organization. You can join yes. that. You can join the organization, and in the organization itself, banyak department, right? Social media, content creation, blah blah yes, blah. Yes. But in Malaysia, um. I, the only field I can think of is probably like product or gig fam. Um, so not so many lah. So yeah. um, just thinking whether um, do you see that Malaysia whether we can we are able to achieve that sort of goal lah, That that when we say that we are, that you have a career path, uh, that there is actually opportunity in Malaysia. Uh, I. It's, it's too early to say lah for parents because uh, educating uh, student themselves on how to play games responsibly is is one thing. Okay. Edu- yeah. yeah, educating parents right because mm-hmm. yeah most of them are still skeptical actually. Mm-hmm. They're still skeptical saying that yeah they're thinking like uh, game is all waste of time because they don't mm-hmm. actually see it as as a career path lah. Mm, mm. But then, uh, if nobody were to do it, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Never gonna change. Children. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody exactly. nobody can change that, that that mindset, that perceptions, right? So, uh, I think, I think uh, Malaysia, slowly but surely, we will someday become, uh, let's say for example, like Indonesia. Indonesia, e-sport is very big there already, right? Mm, mm. You can see, yeah, Philippines, the, the e-sport was very big already. Correct, correct. So Malaysia yeah, actually Singapore is on the right track to become like that. Lah. Yeah, Singapore as well, yeah. Mm-hmm. What is some of the uh, things that you will say, like, will take us to the next level? What are some of the things that you say, like, for example, from where we are now, you know, what's something that we can do that will take us to the next level in terms of building the education about e-sports? I think that's probably the the word that I would say. 
uh, I would see this one as uh, number one is awareness. More awareness needs to come from, let's say, if not from us, not not from Jamie Jadoma, from maybe like uh, you guys, right? Creating this podcast uh, so that people can actually open up their mind. Okay. Oh, why why are they talking about this, right? Why are they talking about esports? Like, like it's it's some business that you can eat. Yeah, actually, if nobody were to talk about this, then you'll be wasting your time playing, lah. Basically, like like you mentioned just now, lah. Uh, yeah. Not going to school, stay in the cafe, cyber cafe, right? Playing I need to edit that out, yeah. so I think. <laughs> and then lompat pagar. That 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 will happen, lah. Because nobody. Nobody wants to take the responsibility to give awareness. Nobody wants to take the responsibility to educate. So that's why if we work together, right, if you, you guys and maybe ourselves also work together in promoting uh, awareness, lah, basically, e-sport is not that bad. If you do well, you can, let's say, represent Malaysia. And like like previously, we won gold uh, in, in, in Sukansi, right? So, yeah, uh, Doctor Yu, yeah, Doctor Yu won Hearthstone. Yeah. Hearthstone, right? So, yeah, I think. Yeah, Hearthstone. Yeah, exactly. You don't, you don't want to talk about our Dota team, lah. Our Dota <laughs> team already collected that, like how many prize pool, right? Yeah, so yeah. that's yeah, that's yeah, what they need right. to know, like actually. Yeah. Yeah, but the, uh, the problem with that, right, is that you see the number of successful doctors, lah, or the number of successful yeah. lawyers, ah, uh, I think it's uh, constantly banyak, lah. Uh, but how many successful Dota players? How many yeah. successful Hearthstone players? Memang not not a lot, right? I mean, technically yes. speaking, right? So numbers speaking. So that is the problem, I think, uh, um, um, of like the parents lah, check up. Um, the career prospect, it is um, not very stable in that sense. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, at this point of time, I think yes. You, you, you're correct on that because yeah, not many parents seeing that, okay, they will straight away compare uh, uh, e-sport and also engineering, e-sport and also doctor, right? They will straight away compare uh, how you want to make a living uh, if you're right. in e-sport because, because, yeah, because they don't have, they don't have the knowledge of what is actually going on. In, in e-sport, for, for, for event itself, so, there are so many people behind the event, right? There are yeah. the marshal, there are the admins, mm-hmm. yeah? There mm-hmm. are the the caster. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those are actually a career path if they want to yeah. take, lah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then from there, you can you can do whatever events you want to do, not only e-sport, because mm-hmm. you already have the experience on doing that thing. Mm-hmm. I yeah, think it's, it's just it's, it's, to just try to expand the the the... Uh, horizon lah. That yes. means um, when you enter esports, right, it's not just becoming a player, kan? It is also becoming streamer, caster, or event organizer like yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you got anything? Maybe, yeah, maybe one message you can share to our slightly younger listeners uh, around, right? You mentioned something earlier about responsible playing, responsible playing of games. So maybe you can give us a few tips, uh, at least to our younger listeners, on on. And also to to the to those who are listening on, what is responsible gaming? Okay, number one, 
number one because uh, I'm just a social gamer. I I don't actually play games. I don't even play Mobile Legend. I don't even play PUBG. <laughs> to, to to be honest with you, I play maybe some PES, some uh, racing uh, simulation games. That's it. Uh, for me, ah, uh, uh, nowadays we know everyone have mobile phones. They have to be number one responsible with their mobile phones, lah. Ah, uh, because uh, sometimes parents might not know uh, what they use the mobile phones for, right? So this is what the most important thing for them, for students. Number one, you have to get approval from from your parents. Okay, your parents needs to know what types of game you are playing because if you are hiding behind their backs, right? They will find out eventually. They will find out. Yeah. Parents, this this. I think this superpower, <laughs> superpower, that they will find out whatever you do, no matter how you they, hide. They call it, it the third eye. Yeah, the third eye, correct. Yes, the third eye. You'll see it somehow. Parents will have this, so it's better if you just uh, share with your parents, okay? Uh, because who knows, right? Maybe parents can actually support you, uh, right? Because if if Number one, there, no lying to your parents. Do your homework. Uh, make sure you do your homework. That's what we. That's what we want to promote. Actually, uh, if you want to join our e-sport tournament, you have to come to school. You have to submit your homework to your teacher. That's yeah, how teacher yeah. choose you yeah. to represent school because this is actually, this is actually a school event mm. where you represent your school and you get set by doing that by doing mm. uh, the thing that you love lah, e-sports, right? So if I advise them, number one, be honest to your parents. Uh, just share with your parents. Uh, maybe at first your parent might disagree with you lah, but eventually, I, I I'm also parents lah. Mm. <laughs> if if you see uh, your son playing behind your back, you know you know he's playing game right. Mm. Eventually you want to know okay, what 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 is this so special for you huh? What why is this game so special with you then? If you start sharing with your parent, they will give you full support. No, I I don't I don't see that as a thing that's stopping you from doing what you like, like basically. Just share with him. Uh, I think that yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, anything else, Vijay? No, I think that's actually great advice. I think that's probably one of the most sound thing that I've heard in terms of responsible playing, in terms of you know, being open with the people that are that are. Yeah. You just yep. <laughs> uh. Okay. I think on that note, I think I told Julia that um, it's just gonna be half an hour or something. <laughs> we, yeah. Yeah. Every, no, time, no, no, no. every time our podcast, right? We I also always say half an hour, but we always overshoot. <laughs> so don't <laughs> want to okay, take too okay. much of your time. Thank you so much, really, Shah, for like uh. Hey, thank you for uh, having me. Thank you. It's actually good. Us. Yeah. It's actually. Good experience for me also lah, because <laughs> it, like I mentioned, this is the first time I was called uh to join the podcast, right? Likewise. So it's likewise, a good. Same. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a fun, 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 fun well. Yeah. Um. So I mean, lastly, just to uh let the people know if they want to get in touch with you or they want to know what Jen Bija is doing, how how can they do that? Okay, they can actually go to our website jenbija.my. Dot is uh the tte ah dot my. Uh, and also they can go to our uh, Facebook page and Instagram, all Jenbijak.my or Jenbijak Esports. 
uh, all our contact is there and our live stream for uh, our our tournament is also inside that facebook page lah, basically they can actually go and have a look how we conduct our uh, our tournaments lah, basically mm. and how you conduct your events lah. yeah correct 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 mm.